0: Hey everyone, this is Bob Berman.
1: And Jim Metzner, and this is... Astounding Universe. And today, an object that we see in the sky all the time, we totally take it for granted, but today you're going to get us thinking about in ways we've never thought before. It's got the
0: shortest name of any star. Every day there's this ball of fire that's moving across the sky. Who's picking up on that? We don't, because we're just so accustomed to it, so... I just thought, yeah, everybody knows it's big, it's bright, it's hot, life depends on it, all that, blah, blah, blah. We heard it all starting in grade school. But what are the mind-blowing fundamentals behind this? And I thought, could that be expressed in one or two or three thoughts, like amazing things? The answer is yes. Okay, so all of that light and heat. It comes from, it turns out, not from that ball that we can see, because sometimes when it's a little bit cloudy, you can see the sun through it safely, and you you see that that sun's disk. No, it turns out that's not creating any of the light and heat. There's a little nuclear fusion core that's so small that if it were by itself in the sky, it it would just be a pinpoint. You could barely see it. That's where all of this light and heat is created. But boy, is it created there. Turns out every second... The amount of energy that comes out of that spot in the middle of the sun is the same as the energy from 96 billion hydrogen bombs per second.
1: Yes, yeah, every second.
0: Yes, 96 billion hydrogen bombs. So that's factoid number one. Number two, how this even happens is the sun's taking what it's mostly made of, hydrogen, and converting it into Helium, that's called nuclear fusion. And in that process, there's a little leftover mass that gets converted to energy. Okay, so you hear about this, but what kind of figures are you talking about? Turns out 600 million tons per second of hydrogen are being changed over to helium. 600 million tons per second. And in that process, only seven tenths of 1% of that's actually converted. So, 4 million tons a second disappears and changes into energy. It means that if you had a scale big enough and you could weigh the sun, the sun actually weighs 4 million tons less every second.
1: Sounds like a lot to me, but in terms of the sun, it's kind of a drop in the sun bucket. But from that, we should be able to determine the age of the sun? That's
0: right. The sun's got a good 5 to 10 billion years left of life, even at this rate. But just the idea is we look up at the sun in the sky, and it's 4 million tons lighter per second. Really? And yeah, so that counts as our amazing fact number two. And if I can come up with one more, where does this energy radiate from? Well, when we see the sun's disk, again, through a little bit of a cloud, so it's not going to harm our eyesight to see it. The sun looks like it's a very sharp-edged ball. N- knowing that it's a ball of gas, you'd think that it would look a little blurry and that the light would come out you know, on the edges. It wouldn't be very, very uh, well-defined on the edge. Well, that's because all of the light and heat radiates from a very thin layer, almost painted onto the edge of the sun. It's called the photosphere. It's only 200 miles thick. 200 miles is nothing when you consider the sun's entire size of 850,000 miles in diameter, 200 miles of this tiny, tiny, thin layer is what's radiating that light and heat that comes from that core in the middle of it. And that's what we see when we look at the sun. We're just seeing that thin
1: outer photosphere layer, which is why it looks so sharp. So it's like a sort of like a membrane almost. Yes, yes. Is that unique to our sun, or do all stars have that?
0: Stars of the solar type, what we call spectroclass G, have that. And stars of different masses have different
1: thicknesses
0: in their, and densities on their
1: edges. The function of this photosphere is, in a sense, to, I don't know, I'm thinking of uh, the way a, a light bulb, uh, uh, the glass of a light bulb, contains the light of a light bulb. Is there anything like that? The, mm. What's the physics of it?
0: Well, maybe in a frosted bulb, that would be a good analogy because that, that's what seems to be glowing,
1: mm. that frosting is what's giving off that light and the heat. Is it just a visual thing, or is it actually containing the heat of the sun? Is it, is
0: well, it- both. That's the layer that you commonly see is 11,000 degrees Fahrenheit. And when people talk about how hot is the sun or how hot is the sun's surface, they're talking about that, the photosphere. It's a gaseous surface, but it very much is a... A surface layer, because, as I said, it's not just gassy all the way through. It's really a particular
1: function. And there you have it. As we go through the winter months, there's some sun facts to keep you warm. I'm Jim Metzner.
0: And I'm Bob Berman.
1: See you next time on Astounding Universe.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.